Dear Pastor's Wife, welcome to the Diary of a Pastor's Wife, and I'm yours truly, people. Have you ever heard someone say to you, oh, that's not how a pastor's wife is supposed to do. A pastor's wife is meant to dress in this way. A pastor's wife is meant to be accommodating. A pastor's wife is meant to be this. A pastor's wife is meant to be that. A pastor's wife cannot say this. A pastor's wife cannot dance this. The rules are endless. It's so funny how we are so quick to coin out the do's and don'ts for pastor's wives. <laughs> I remember when I first cut my hair. I had been on low cut um, before I went to the university. I'd done, you know, in those days it was called Anita Baker, you know, and I dyed my hair. So I'd always been that kind of girl who just loves to try out stuff on her hair. Of course, I was living with my parents and my parents saw it and they didn't say anything about it. It was really so nice. I remembered another friend of mine went ahead and dyed her own hair too and cut it because we found this uh, hairdresser around our house that could do the cutting and dyeing so well. So I remember when I first cut my hair as a married woman and with children and as a pastor's wife. And I remember posting that picture. I posted, I was alone in the picture, and I posted it. Oh, my new look, I was feeling fly with myself. And then people, of course, majority were like, oh my God, you look so good. This is beautiful. This is awesome. Ooh, it fits you. It suits you. It takes off 10 years of your age. And But of course, I missed all of that too. I got, is this how a pastor's wife is supposed to look? Does your husband approve of it? Should you cut your hair? Should you dye your hair? Okay, even when I cut it, then I hadn't even dyed it. Should you do this? Should you do that? <laughs> and I remember the next time I was going to post a picture, I posted with my dear husband standing right next to me with his beautiful, broad smile. And I didn't say anything. I just posted it and I said, there you go. Your answers for those who are wondering if I did something without my husband's permission. And the truth is, he's not even that kind of person that would monitor what you are wearing or what you're putting on your head because he believes I'm an adult, number one. Number two, he didn't marry a robot and he didn't marry an irresponsible woman. He knows the woman that he married and he, like myself, realized that we are all evolving becoming and we're embracing who we are becoming as we journey who is giving you labels dear pastor's wife who is giving you labels why are you trying so much to fit into a box god has not put you in why one thing that really gets me each time i read it after jesus had died and resurrected and you know remember that story he was um having some sort of lunch with his disciples by the seaside and peter went on asking him about john what is it about him what are you going to do about him and jesus looked at him and said if i desire that he doesn't die how is that your business then he looked at him and said you peter feed my flock tend to my sheep 
face your assignment. This week I said I'm going to talk about comparison. Why? Why do we always love to compare ourselves with others? There's a scripture in 2 Corinthians 10, 12. And I love it, it says, For we dare not class ourselves or compare ourselves with those who commend themselves. So some people commend themselves. They believe they are the standard for who a pastor's wife is. They believe they are the, the ones that you measure yourself against. No, you measure yourself by and through the word of God. And can I say this, that all these rules and do's and don'ts that we give pastor's wives are actually things that we are meant to look at as a believer. Because you're firstly a believer before you're a pastor's wife. Being accommodating is not the best right of a pastor's wife. Being accommodating is something every believer should be able to do. It's a character of every believer, male or female. This idea that because you're a pastor's wife, then you should have no. Yes, as a leader, you should have characters worthy of emulation. But then it is something that should be encouraged across board. Every believer should be a responsible believer. Some people commend themselves. Paul said we dare not compare ourselves with them because they become the standard in dressing. They become the standard in preaching. They become the standard in, 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 in being a pastor's wife. You are unique. I said that last week. You have your own lane. You've got your own journey. You've got your own unique story. Embrace it. Love who you are and who you are becoming. Don't let people give you labels that God has not given you. I know people who fall victim of this. I usually, you know, pastors' wives, women who are wives of pastors who are not really like the uh, set man of the house, maybe like associate pastors, assistant pastors, or people who come into a ministry to take over from a particular pastor. And I know that the way we are wired as believers, we tend to want to put that lady in that box and tell her that, oh, this is how our mama used to be. This is how you must be. Oh, wow. Dear pastor's wife, if you have fallen victim of that, I'm sending you a big hug. I'm sending you a big, massive hug. I know the pressure of wanting to fit into certain shoes. I know the pressure of wanting to be like someone. No, that is not how it's meant to be. That is not how it's meant to be. You were created, you were designed to fit into your own shoes. Find your shoe and fit into it. It doesn't mean you flout the rules. It doesn't mean you go against the laid down principles in that assembly, no. But as much as you can, give it your own flavor. Bring your own personality on board. Now, what do I mean? Personality submitted under God. Because I know personality also varies. But I'm talking about personalities submitted under God. 
because there's a way you can do it that no other person can do it that's what makes you unique that's what make you, makes you special your husband is not the husband of the pastor's wife before you no so the way you have been called the way you've been trained the exposures you've had in life all wired up to equip you to be able to to um carry out your assignment the best way you can and that's what we need to see that diversity of ministries of giftings let's not try and be stereotyped because we want to be like somebody else we we feel this is how this is the this is the the standard no our standard is christ our standard is the word of god continuing in that second corinthians 10 12 Paul said that we dare not class ourselves or compare ourselves with those who commend themselves, but they measuring themselves by themselves <laughs> and comparing themselves among themselves are not wise. And why is he saying they are not wise? Because the only person you're meant to compare yourself with is Christ. He's the standard. He's the ultimate. Comparing yourself with another human being just like yourself that God has created and God has graced. The Bible tells us, Paul says, it's not wise. It just means you're trying to tell God he didn't do well enough with you. He didn't do good enough with you. He didn't bless you enough. Now find out what makes you unique. Find out what makes you thick. Find out what makes you you and leverage on it and celebrate it. Love it. Embrace it and give it your all. Bring out all the beauty that is in who you are. And as you love yourself on this journey, you are amazing. And there's none truly like you. And so I just want to say, um, it's a good time, you know, to give yourself over to who God has called you and made you and embrace it as you journey. I hope this has encouraged you and I hope this has ministered to you and I hope that you have been delivered <laughs> from fitting into labels and boxes that God has not given to you. Thank you for listening. Um, God bless you till I come here again. Next week, it's a new month by next week and I'll be uh, looking at the pastor's wife and her assignment. Thank you and have a beautiful, beautiful day. God bless you.